A series of photo exhibitions in Bayeux, selected for the 25th War Correspondence Week in October 2018, remain in the small Normandy city until the 4th of November. They take visitors into situations which show them how civilians, people just like them, get sucked into and harmed by war in so many ways. The United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees commissioned two photographers, one Belgian, the other Italian, to capture the plight of refugees and displaced people, IDPs, inside the Democratic Republic of Congo and in two countries on its borders, Angola and Uganda. Colin Delfos went to Ituri province and to Angola. His photos are highly documentary, explaining in captions the physical wounds and the personal struggles about people who, to stay alive, are constantly on the move. I'm working on Congo since about 12 years now, and I'm more focused on the Congolese people. I'm quite familiar with, with the country. So what drove me to Angola was from people from Kasai who fled from the, the great Kasai region uh, a year ago fleeing from, from massacres and the terrible trouble that happens in this region. What particular challenges did you meet on this assignment? It's always complicated to take pictures of people living in bad conditions in, in transit camp and, and who fled from the war and fled conflicts and don't have basically nothing. And they are waiting for, for news from the other side, the news from the family, of, and, and they don't have food, so they, 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 need, they need support from NGOs or for the UNHCR to have enough to eat. And basically, in Angola, they were taking from one place to another, like from a transit camp to a, a new places where they were supposed to stay and to live there, so they have to start from, from scratch. Like basically... UNHCR gave them tents and some material to, to build their, their new home, but it was quite, quite difficult for them because they were in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the bush, in the middle of the forest, and they were supposed to create a new village where to live. You've seen very many cases like the ones that you photographed in Angola. How are you seeing things evolve? In Angola, it was quite well organized. I mean, people were receiving like food, uh, healthcare, and so they were not complaining about how they were treated. Uh, in other cases, like for instance, uh, the cases about uh, internal displaced people in Congo, in the, the Tanganyika region, where the situation is disaster, complete disaster, because the Congolese government do not want to recognize that there is a conflict in this region. This is a conflict that began in 2017, last year. Yeah, exactly, but the, the roots are, are, are deeper. I mean, it started sort of in 2012, and, and since then, like, people are moving, which means that it's really difficult for the humanitarian organization and, and, and all the NGOs to go there and to help people because Congolese government do not want people to go there and to see that there's a huge, huge trouble in this Tanganyika region. So it was difficult for you to get in there? Ah, it's, really, it's super difficult to get there because when you're in Kalemi, so the, the capital of the, the small new province, you, you can't go outside of the city. Like There are rebel groups all over the cities and it's super hard to, to go outside. Coming into contact with the refugees was the next best thing in enabling you to report on what was happening in that region. Yeah, of course. There are people, I mean, the, the people we met, uh, so it was a few months ago, uh, we were just... We just arrived in uh, Kalimi neighborhood, so we, we saw people uh, walk for two or three days, fleeing from their villages, like telling horrible stories about people raped, uh, children killed, abduction of, of women by the Bikmi's rebel group. So I've been to many places in Congo and many, many borders, and, and I was shocked after going there. This exhibition here in Bayeux is a long way from DRC and from those refugee camps. Yes, indeed. 
talking about Congo and about refugees uh, problematic in Congo, it's 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 complicated because it's been 20 years that we're talking about the, the, the problem in Congo and, and no one wants to hear about it. I mean, no newspaper, no magazine will send any journalists to, 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 to see. And I think it's important to keep an eye on what's going on in DRC because it's like they're going to have election in two months. And until now, there are hundreds of thousands of people fleeing their home with no help from outside. So it's quite a desperate situation. Delfos and Michele Sibiloni are both European photojournalists driven to bear witness to the suffering and resilience of ordinary people whose lives are shattered by violence, by fighting, by fear, far away from their own homes. A number of their photos show women victims of war. In Uganda, on the shores of Lake Albert... Sibiloni was waiting with his camera as refugees from DRC arrived on the shores in overloaded boats in the hopes of finding safety. I follow different conflicts in, in DRC and I've also been collaborating with UNHCR since a few years. So when the refugees from the Turi province started to arrive in Uganda, uh, they asked me if I could cover that issue. A lot of the photos are portraits. Why? I think it's a mix of uh, portrait and events that they were happening. It's portraits mainly because uh, you have a chance to talk to them and interview them and having information about who they are, what they've been facing and how did they reach, uh, in my case, Uganda. And you have an interaction and an exchange that allows the, the photographer, the journalist to to understand a bit more of what these people uh, have been through and what is going on in, uh, in DRC at the time. Many of the, these portraits are of women, young women. Why is that? It's mainly because uh, sometimes women were travelling alone because maybe the men were left behind taking care of the house or moving later with goods and, uh, and sometimes they also, during the time when they were running, they separated by their husband and sometimes they were arriving by themselves, maybe only with the kids. How did this time spent with the refugees from DRC in Uganda differ from other work that you've done in the region? I think uh, even if they go through a number of traumas and uh, issues when they reach Uganda, they all of them they kind of know that they are somehow in peace there you know, worried about a family left behind, but it's a place where you, they can try to start a new life. Uh, in fact, many of them said that they are not thinking to go back even if the conflict ends because they know that maybe even the peace, if will come, it won't last for long. Do you feel that, in, that Uganda is a safe place for these refugees in Uganda? Um, yeah, I believe it's a, it's a safe place and the government has quite good policies. Of course, there are also issues uh, regarding refugees, but compared with the place where they're coming from, I believe it's a safe place. Is there um, anything that you would like to go back to photograph that you didn't have time to do or weren't able to do within the confines of this commission? Uh, maybe I would like to go to the Turi province and see by myself how it is now, how many people are, are there, if some refugees have gone back, because I covered this uh, issue only from Uganda. 
a film called This is Congo, directed by New York news photographer and documentary maker Daniel McCabe, was screened at the Bio War Correspondents Week and complements Del Foss and Sibiloni's photographs. His focus in conflict between government forces and rebels in North Kivu and Goma, a region bordering Rwanda and Uganda, as well as explaining some of the country's recent history and political and economic background, McCabe shows how people affected by instability plough on. Other war photo exhibitions, which run until the 4th of November, are located in some of the charming and historical parts of the city of Bayeux, like in the Tapestry Chapel. Document the tragedy in human terms and concrete terms in Yemen, also in Bayeux's fascinating museum, where space has been found for Delphos and Sibiloni's works. Other countries in focus are Iraq and also Afghanistan, with a special exhibition tribute to the courage of Shah Marai. Marai was an Afghan reporter and editor with more than 20,000 photos to his credit. He was killed in Kabul this year in a rebel-claimed double bomb attack. Some of the Agence France Presse photographers' pictures are on show in Afghan Lives at the Normandy War Memorial in Bayeux. Another exhibition was considered a seminal this year and Bayeux is considering giving it permanent residence. It's called Raconter la guerre, or Talking about war. It's a photographic history of war reporting over the past 150 years, when at the end of the 19th century, the first war reporters appeared in the battlefields. All these exhibitions on then at least until November the 4th this year, and perhaps, for at least for Talking about war, Raconter la guerre, much longer. That's it for Culture in France this week. Until next time, from me, Rosalind Hyams, goodbye.